Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain. Whatever's got you tossing and turning, whether it's uh, your body, your emotions, or your thoughts. Or your snoring partner. Or, you know, no, no, you know nosy neighbors, noisy neighbors. Or newsy neighbors, you know, that are uh, watching the news, you know, too loud. I'm going to try to take your mind off all those things. Tonight I'm going to be talking about metastasis and breaking bad. But it'll take me a while to get there. And when I get there, it'll be a little bit more uh, lulling and soothing than the show. You know, it'll take more uh, turns and it'll be way slower. Uh, and, you know, less exciting than the TV shows. But I, I usually talk about the TV Colombian version first, Metastasis. Then I talk about the cor- corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. Then I go back to Metastasis and I try to, you know, see what Spanish language lar- words I can learn. And you'll notice my, you know, my English, which I was raised with speaking, is not quite up to snuff either. But that's, a, you know, it's part of a process of... uh and it's funny, my addiction uh, addiction problems, you know, seem to fit like the perfect puzzle piece to lulling, soothing you to sleep. So, you know, we say, Jesus, you were born to do this, Scoots. Uh, as Bruce Springsteen has not said, you know, baby, I was born to bore. You know, B-O-R-E, not B-O-A-R. Because that would be weird and, and under most circumstances, unless you were a bore chef. And even then you say, well, that's a little bit, you know, that's a little bit braggy, don't you think? You were born to bore. Or if you were a bore that gained the uh, ability to speak, saying, baby, I was born a bore. You know, born to bore. If you say it without enunciation, as a bore might, if they suddenly learned how to talk. They say, baby, I was born to bore. And you say, excuse me, were you born to bore? And you say, no, 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 I was born a boar, believe it or not. And then I was, uh, this guy with this weird podcast, he used to have this obsession with uh, large colliders like the halodron, you know, the ones he can't pronounce. And when I was, I was just a baby, baby boar. And he said, hey, I got a sled. And there's a great snow hill right by one of these colliders in Switzerland. And I dug a hole. And he goes, they're testing some neutrinos. And he said, you know, that was, he goes, don't you think that sounds like a good drink? Like, give me a side of neutrinos or, you know, or a new health beverage. Yeah, yeah, I'll have a glass of neutrinos or a drink at a cup. You know, give me a a frappuccino with a double, double, double shot of neutrinos. And since I was a boar, I really just stared at the man because he he did, he did offer me a, a biscuit. So I didn't know what he was talking about. I just heard it. And then he picked me up and we got in a sled and I turned out boars, you know, as a baby boar, I really enjoyed sledding. But the next thing you know, I found myself, he, he, his tunnel uh, went, you know, we went down the sled hill through a tunnel. Unfortunately, he got a couple scientists on his sled by accident, went through the collider, 
And I was, you know, I did the old body swap with one of the scientists who's now a bore, but he ran away. So we don't know. We couldn't find him. And so, yeah, baby, I was born a bore. It's a fact, not born to bore. And then it, 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 when they banned this guy, they banned me from Sweden, too. I don't know why. I was just learning a language. So I was staying close to the scooter guy. And they threw us out of the country. And then they, they, he, you know, he, he, they said they were doing it so politely. And so then uh, Scooter said, well, geez, can't I do something nice for you guys before you throw me out? And they said, like, what? And he said, well, let me tell you a little bedtime story. Uh, and that, that's how I learned to speak, believe it or not. So I'm taking over the podcast from Scooter. Sound exactly like him. But maybe I was born a bore. And, uh, by the way, sorry about that tangent there. I, I don't know what happened. I, I had stepped out. And my new best friend, uh, what were we calling you? Anyway, my, my, my best friend here was behind the mic. So I'm, I'm back. This is Scooter. And sometimes the podcast does it. It just goes off track. But the idea behind the podcast is that you can't think of two things at once. And I try to be, you know, I go on these little tangents or something happens in my, you know, they, 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 I just get distracted and I go, go on a little meander or, you know, I just I hand the podcast off to uh, someone that sounds exactly like me, but used to be a bore. And who, how lucky am I to have a best friend? And, you know, if we ever did a musical about it, we could say, baby, we were born to bore. And it would be true, as long as, you know, the enunciation was right. And I don't know anything about musical or notes, but I think it's uh, syllables I can be good at. Baby, we were born to bore. So my friend would be saying, baby, I was born to bore. Born, you know, just making that extra born, like, you know, extra, you know, thing at the end of the born. Born, I guess he'd be saying. And I'd be saying, baby, I was born to bore. And then luckily, this you know, we lost that scientist that was turned into a baby boar. Uh, but, you know, and then we did some studies. We said, oh, no, 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 the brainstem of the boar was still boar brainstem. So it just went back to its mother. So that scientist is being raised as a boar. And that's a wonderful thing. And, and you know, Switzerland has some of the best boar treatment in the world. Uh, so that's a good thing. Don't worry about that. But so this is how the podcast works. You can't think of two things at once. So sometimes I'll be mildly amusing, somewhat entertaining. You know, you'll get thoughts of baby boar, non-bristled. You know, the, in Switzerland, the, the, they have the bristle-free boar types over there. So they're nice uh, nice boars. And I try to keep my boars as unbristly as I can. You know, my my uh, my moderately, you know, my, my creaky dulcets are, they, they have a tiny bit bristle bit, but, you know, that's just to fuzz up your eardrums a little. So that's the podcast, you know, which is the thing is I want to send my voice and my intentions across the deep dark night and take your mind off of stuff. It's going to be a little silly, a little goofy. Uh, you might say that that behavior you just described was abnormal. I would say, well... I would say abnormal. It's just uh, over-enthusiastic about uh, colliders and neutrinos, yes. Uh, curious about uh, what, what curious poses I could strike with a, a baby boar. 
and a scientist accidentally caught in my sled as we collide with a collider. I mean, I said, geez, I've dreamed about colliding with a collider. Uh, the problem is they really, as I found through my digging, they really reinforce the collision side of the collider walls. So, cause, so I've had an inability, not an unability, you know, to work up this speed and, and to do a surprise crash into a collider on the collision side. I can go with the collision as we did with the sled. I mean, I got off a sled. It was just a bore in the scientist, uh, you know, this experiment. I'm the uh, conductor. Uh, but one day I'll collide with colliders. I mean, I've collided with collider scientists in, you know, con- collider countries. And, you know, mostly that hasn't gone so great for me. And uh, he said, he said Newton, Newton, the last thing they said to me was Newton would not like you. And I said, Huey P. Newton? And then they said, get out, you know, don't come back. And I said, Edgar Newton, Fig Newton. And they said, can you say, can you, can you actually come up with some Newton jokes before you start cracking them? And I said, well, I'm not, I don't, that's not my style of humor. Mine is, uh, you, 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 my humor is a wondering humor. You, you wonder, is he, is he being humorous or just being himself? It's a uh, stealth, you know. You know, I like to make jokes about Edwards. You know, actually, it's not even a joke. I say, you know, me and Eddie Snowden. That's a joke right there. So that's it for the podcast description. You know, I'm born. I was born to bore, but I was also born to tell a tale about a bore, uh, a person that became, you know, bore, bore that was born a bore. Uh, and it's a kind of, you say, geez, well, that's kind of like a bedtime. It's like a Lola, a nursery, r- roomy nur- nursery room, but in story form. And you say, yeah, it's not a nursery rhyme for sure. Uh, though occasionally Scooter does like to rhyme, but it's more like a nursery room. Like, uh, it surrounds you with, uh, tones, meanders, wings of pointlessness, uh, goofing around. And he's like more like a nursery roommate. And I'd say, there you go, you nailed it there. Good job, Borling. Uh, yeah, I'm like a nursery roommate. And he say, Jesus, what is that? He say, you'll, you'll figure it out. If you listen to this podcast a few times, you'll figure it out. I'm your new nursery roommate. Like nursery, nursery rhyme light, you know, like, you know, you, you got it. You understand. And if there's the first few times here and you don't understand, if your brain has not started, like if you're, like, let's take a breath. Or two breaths, actually, there. And let's see, you know, if, if you're not, you know, if you're mildly irritated, you know, listen a few more times and see if, you you know, you, I can win you over. If you're more than mildly irritated, I'm sorry. I, I was trying to put you to sleep, but, you know. But I'm glad you're here, and that's what I want to do is help you fall asleep. And uh, thanks for stopping by. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what's the rest, you might ask, if this is your first couple times here? You might be like, what? I don't understand. What is this guy talking about? 
Well, here's what the rest is. I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain. Whatever's racing through your mind. Whatever your, if your body, pain or discomfort. If you're having, um, you know, your emotions are on edge. You're, you know, you're thinking about the past or the future. Or you got somebody just making too much damn noise. Whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. And the way I'm going to do it uh, in this case is like a little uh, Thanksgiving Day parade re- review. Not review, but re- recap, I guess. That's exactly what it is. I don't guess that is. But it's going to go slow. You know, recapping a parade via audio for is a bad idea you say geez okay isn't a parade a visual medium with audio right so this will be so you you could say well geez, what could be more better to carry you from wake to sleep than a parade like you say well geez yeah it's kind of parades are bo- you know parades are good for napping anyway and even kids they say well geez i'd rather play with some toys and watch a parade in the background Parades are the back. I mean, parades on TV are the background music of our some our, our holidays, mostly Thanksgiving, and then you know other parades are like, well, I think at Christmas you're like, I think there's a parade on, and then Easter I believe, and then you say, what is that Rose Bowl thing? Is that New Year's? I think. So I guess even parades, they say, geez, when the hell, you know, you got the 4th of July parade, you usually go to that. And then the Thanksgiving Day parade. So I guess they bookend the other parades. We just don't really care too much. You know, you say, well, the rest of those parades. So I'm like one of the, I'm even the third tier parade. This podcast is like a third tier parade. You say, what is that? Uh, there's an Arbor, there's a parade on Arbor Day. What's Arbor Day's trees again, right? Or is that our rights to um, bear fruit? No, no, that's what trees are celebrating the right to bear fruit. Okay, so that's the Arbor. There's a parade about that. You're kidding me. And someone might say, I'm kidding you. There's a guy that makes a podcast that's very much like this parade. It's like, uh, you know, can you imagine going to an Arbor Day parade? You probably lost a bet or you're, you know, you, you have a crowd. You say, well, yeah, if, you, if, if I can spend time with you, of course I'll go to the Arbor Day parade. And then you go and you say, okay, well, if it was in the Bay Area, you'd have a Stanford. They have a tree mascot. So that would be something. And you'd say, ideally, that uh, that bear that puts out for Smokey the Bear, that would be a good float. A tree beard, that would be unbelievably sweet if there was tree, you know, somebody or even tree beard cosplay. And you might say, geez, talk about who, who does anyone do tree beard cosplay? Let me know. Or any of the other tr- tree creatures that, whose names escape me because I have no idea. I mean, because in, in Barky, that's one of the gods old and new from the Game of Thrones universe that I named. Uh, Barky's a tr- the tree guy. I call, I call it Barky Barky because I'm, you know, we're on a first, we're on that like uh, Abba, when they say Abba Father, that's like the informal, I'm on the informal basis with the tree gods, old, old, they're the medium old gods, I think. Uh, don't quote me on that. And you, you say cosplay there, Barky the tree, who, you know, 
Uh, but we've gotten way off topic. I had deeper metaphors I was going to refer to. Because the main thing about this podcast, this goofy tree parade thing I just went down, the, the podcast is a bit of parade of distracting nonsense. And that's not a, that's exactly what it is to take your mind off a, uh, whatever it is, so you see, the theory goes, and I present this every couple of episodes, you can't think about two things at once. So listen to this instead of thinking about all the stuff that's going on in your mind. And picture all those things in your mind that are talking to you or body parts that are uh, jockeying for your attention or, you know, m- you know m- mistakes you may have made or mistakes you're afraid of making in the future, uh, whatever it is, let, let them parade by. And one of the things about these things that keep us up at night that I've been thinking about, and I'll try to make this quick and boring, but they're always telling us either uh, how fragile we are, and we've been learning a lot about the fragility of life, and I think that comes to a preciousness of life and, uh, uh, but this is a little different. It's like, you know, these voices in your head, they say, oh, you're so fragile. Or else the exact opposite that, uh, I don't know, that, uh, and I don't know, let's stick with the fragility. And they say, oh, we got to protect you because you screwed everything up and you won't be able to handle tomorrow because you're just too too fragile. And if you really think about it with an objective thing, you say, well, I wouldn't talk to anybody the way these voices in my head talk to me. And, and they make a mistake. The one thing these brain plasticity, you know, scientists and neuroscientists and the people, these psychologists, psychiatrists, in uh, the, you know, the, the, the universe of brain plasticity that I kind of heard about. So, so you know, pop, you know, stuff I said, wouldn't she say, who, can you quote someone's scooter? I could, but then they'd be mad at me because they'd say, dude, dude don't, please don't quote, because that happens a lot, you know. I said, Carol Dweck said, never, you know, she, she, I said, you know, I'm big, and she said, please, please just, uh, she goes, you're a very nice man, but please, you know, don't, don't quote me. I said, no problem, Carol Dweck, uh, you know, I get, I'm on the same mindset as you. And, and I said, do you, do you know if Daniel Pink got all the postcards I sent to him? About? And she said, yeah, he, he said, just don't quote him either. And I said, okay, so I have a list, I'm checking it twice, of brain plasticity scientists that I find nice, but they seem to find me naughty. But they always talk about resilience. And these voices in our head, they they don't really know what resilience is because they're too busy thinking we're so fragile and big-time screw-ups, neither of which is really true, but they they really believe we're this fragile little uh, Christmas ornament. And I think that they just want to keep you up at night, you know, to to because they say, well, geez, if you're this fragile, we got to build up a wall, or you know, in my in my case, forty or fifty walls between the world and you, or something. I don't know. Like I said, these scientists have. Uh, they say, you know, and I said, I can't help it. I thought I was dreaming when I didn't have my clothes on. I didn't realize that. I said, and they said you were naked. You were dressed as a plastic brain popsicle. That didn't even make any sense. I said, oh, yeah, sorry about that. That was a dream, too. A childhood dream to dress as a brain popsicle. Anyway, that's nonsense. And that's what kind of podcast is. I say, geez, you are, you really are resilient. Uh, all of those you who are listening, we've all been through a lot. And we've all got a lot on our minds. 
And we all have different things keeping us up at night. But the thing is, I want to send my voice across the deep, dark night here and take your mind off all that because you're going to be more resilient the more rested you are. And your brain will be able to, whatever the plastic stuff does, you know, obviously it's going to be better, you know, more. It's like, I don't want to, you know, I'd rather put your, you know, put your toys away, put the Play-Doh back in. You know, I never did that as a kid. I ate the Play-Doh, unfortunately. But some kids would leave the Play-Doh out, which was good for me because then it was more, you know, then no one would get mad if I ate it. But I want to put the Play-Doh away to keep your Play-Doh, you know, Play-Doh metaphor for your brain, you know, malleable. And let's keep you rested, all right? Uh, so that's why I'm here. And uh, I know it's out there, uh, but, but, but that's, what, that's why I'm here. And I hope I can help you fall asleep. I'm glad you're here. And, and give this a couple of tries. If it doesn't help, you know, let me know. I'll try to find something else that can help you fall asleep. But thanks for stopping by. Hey, if you're up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep, well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here. The podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what is the rest? This might be your first time here. You might be like, what is this? What? I'm sorry, what? I thought you were getting me a fruitcake for Christmas. What is this digital nonsense? And I say, Jesus, how did my Nana get into this intro? And you might even be saying it. And I would say, in situations like this, maybe, luckily this is an imaginary podcast or there's imaginary parts. So pull over, you know, feel free to put your pillow over your head or your cover over your head or both. At any time, whether it's my imaginary nana or, you know, just you get sleepy, you say, well, geez, I want to see, I'd like to see how cool the pillow is on the top of my head. I don't know, I guess, I don't know when I got into balance. It, but this might be weird. It's not a pro tip. This isn't even a pro-am tip. Uh, this might be, a, you know, a garbage tip. Like, it's already in the garbage. You check it. You say, well, I could, but, you know. What's that called? A reuse tip? You say, well, gee, somebody threw it out, but uh, I think I can make something out of that tip that Scooter gave. I, I've been doing this, I guess, maybe for longer. It's always long. They say, well, you've been doing that for 20 years, Scoots. And I say, really? Like, I just, this is so far off of the topic. That is off the topic. Uh, but I shared a song from Town, and then I looked, and it was from 25 years ago. Now, I don't think I saw Town until, like, a tour, like, 10 years ago or 6 years ago. But I was like, what in the heck? Uh, anyway, so here's, a, here's something I do is I like to balance a pillow on top of my head. Like loosely, because I don't want it, you know, too much on my head. And I know sometimes that comforts me. One out of sixty times in in a night, you know, one out of sixty tries. If I'm, you know, my tossing and turning is is high. But if your tossing and turning is high, you might be new here. You might say, "What is it?" Was okay, yeah. To the old woman that was expecting a nut cake and got a nut case. And that was an accidental segue, but she might say, did he just say segue? Those, those, why would you, why can't a security guard just walk the mall? I don't understand it. 
He's got to race around. And then he's getting in his anyway. And I'd say to you, oh, boy. And then this is not a nutcake. And I'd say, ma'am, it's called a fruitcake, by the way. I, I make that mistake all the time. Hey, ma'am, come on. Why don't you say I'm not half bad? It, it, okay. I'm not all bad if you get to know me. Okay, young man. Look, I have this nice... Look, look at this. I'm rubbing your seat for you to prepare it for your... For your for you, uh, you know, and show you how, how, how I want you to sit here. See how I'm comfortably patting your seat. Oh, yes, young man, you're prepping. Yeah, just like a cat, you know. Do you have any cats, ma'am? Well, I do not. I do not have any cats, but I enjoy I enjoy looking at cat cards. Well, ma'am, I was just telling the listeners here, usually I'm better at setting up the intro, but this is a podcast to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. Why well, would turn out my lights? Okay, okay. Don't worry, ma'am. I'll explain it to you more in detail. But what I'm going to do is create a safe place uh, where you could set aside whatever's running through your brain, whatever's racing. I see your fingers up, ma'am. I will get to your question. But whatever's uh, distracting you or you know pulling you off topic with visual clues... Or maybe your body is uh, something's going on with you physically, and that's keeping you up at night. Or you're going through something, some tough times. Uh, whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my hand and my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm not going to get to the point. I'm going to, um, you know, what you say, are you with me? So I'm going to, you know, say, get to, sh- I'm going to go right off topic to this wonderful old woman sitting here who has been, is that natural the way you were shaking, you were shaking your head for my attention, right? Yes, young man, I wanted to say, you're, you, you, do you know what enunciation is? Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm, uh, this is like, uh, have you heard of uh, unenunciation? Like they have alt humor, alt art. Well, I'm, I'm practicing a little something called alt English. It's like, uh, it's unenunciation. I don't find that funny, young man. I used to teach English, so you know. I'm a practitioner of the Oxford comma. Ma'am, you seem so wonderful. I'll tell you what, the odds of me understanding what an Oxford comma are are right up there with words like meta, irony. I don't have anything against these things. They're just a little bit beyond me. Uh, do, do you believe me? No, young man, you need to apply yourself. Yeah, ma'am, could I finish your to to a program in a northern European country that might be able to help me? Oh, that would be nice, young man. So anyway, tell me about this nut, nut, nut cast you have. I'd rather call it a fruit, fruit nut cast, a fruitcake cast. Can we call it that, ma'am? Okay, go ahead. Well, just, since you brought it up, uh, podcast is a little bit like one of those things. Uh, similar. So the podcast is made to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you up at night. Are you with me so far? I'm. I cannot. I'm hearing what you're saying, and a little bit like a nut, nut cake case, or whatever the heck. It's circular. The podcast tends to go. The podcast can go in circles a little bit. I like to circle. I like to put a little bit of everything in there because I can never tell. 
again, like we're having trouble, is it, is it fruit or nuts in there? And if it's fruit, okay, it's not earthly fruit. Clearly, something's been done to this. Like, it, it did one of those Kellogg, one of those people in all those books. Have you read any of those books, ma'am, about the uh, commoditization of food? And, you know, sugar, salt, fat, that's the one I think of recently. Or or anything done by our wonderful friend, Eric Schlosser. Schlosser Eric Schlosser. Schlosser. Uh, yes, man. I'm, I'm, yes, young man. I, I, okay, keep going. You're, 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 you're incubating a metaphor. Uh, you're getting the catching up on this podcast quicker than I thought. So like the nut cake, cake fruit nut fruit thing. There's a bunch of different things in there, and, and usually on a first couple of listens, people will be like, what the hell is that thing? Is that a cherry or a date or a cherry date or some sort of manufactured? And then even and then you might taste it. Like people start trying to listen and understand. They say, what, what, what the heck is this flavor? It kind of tastes like eggnog blended with gummy bears. And something else. Uh, but every once in a while you'll hit something you'll say, well, this isn't bad. Uh, or you might say, well, at least I didn't get this as a gift. I gave it to, you know, someone. Or they say, okay, well, they say, at least there's something in my mouth so I'm not speaking my mind when my, you know, crazy Uncle Benji talks about whatever the heck has been in the news lately. So I can, you know, this is really good to, 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 to jump down on. It's dense. That's another thing about this podcast. You know, I'm, I can, you know, I can be a bit dense. It's, it's not, I'm not putting you on, ma'am. I don't know what Oxford comma is. Can I pat your knee when I say that? I'm starting to believe you, young man. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. And, and so this is, that's what I do. Is like I just sit here, just like the two of us, and we might not see eye to eye, even though I'm trying. You know, I'm I'm at your level. I'm maintaining the boundaries, but I'm I'm trying to use the techniques I've heard of to say, well, Giselle, let me put you at ease, ma'am. I'm not I'm not a threat here. It's a safe place. Almost like if the two of us were said, are we having a reasonably tolerable conversation, ma'am? You described it perfectly, young man. Thank you. Thank you for calling me that. Um, what if the two of us were having this conversation? We called in a, a fruit cake. I think they're called fruit cakes. I want to call them nut cakes. I think nut cakes are one of those delicious things the uh, the hobbits used to cook. Or seed cakes, maybe they cooked. But anyway, this fruit cake. What if we called in? Hey, fruit cake, come on over here. This is a, this is a ma'am. I never caught you. You're, are you a Mildred? I I I will go by a Mildred. Anonymous or Mildred is fine. Okay, fruitcake. This is Mildred. Could I call you? Uh, uh, we'll just call you fruitcake. Uh, oh, fruitcake doesn't have a mouth. You'd think since he's only auditorily animated, you know his mouth. You'd think the hole in the middle would move to talk, but it doesn't. So anyway, fruitcake. Me and this lovely Mildred here were saying that we kind of feel like you got it rough. And you probably have a rough holiday season. Fruitcake is nodding. And I just, I don't know if I had a point to call you over and just say, we, we it's a tough season for everybody. But maybe for fruitcakes, it's a little bit tougher. 
maybe as tough as it is to freaking eat you and then digest you. But you'd say, hey, I got to be tough because I'm a fruitcake. It's a tough world out there. I don't know how many times we're going to be regifted. I love it. Hopefully there's a, you know, a good podcast out there that will do it, that has done or will do a fruitcake episode. And say, hey, fruitcake, this is what the hell it is. And, and say it in a respectful and loving way. Or at least like a friendly way. Like say, hey, this fruitcake, it didn't never hurt anybody. Man, young man. Oh, wait, excuse me. She, the old woman wants to say something about you. The lovely woman. I can't, I can't guarantee that fruitcake's heaven. Okay, yeah. But this particular fruitcake has never been digested, so it's never hurt anybody. But anyway, um, this is kind of the podcast, folks. If this is your first time here, sometimes the metaphors, as is, is, is this Mildred, you could, oh, Mildred's asleep. See how fast that went? She's actually, well, that's brilliant. Holy mackerel. I looked away. That wasn't even a second. I think that was a millisecond. And she's taken the the, the fruitcake and she's made some sort of fruitcake pillow. And I don't know if any, you know, I don't know if any of my lawyers are listening that I don't pay or hear from with all the books I want to protect that, I, you know, book titles I made up. Uh, but this fruitcake pillow is looking like a possible business idea because she has her head nestled in there. Her ear is nestled in there. Is that, And she's, uh, oh, she just rolled over. Now she's, wow. It really, and it has a, it's a dense pillow, but she, you know, she's asleep on my kitchen table. So, so anyway, that's the podcast. It's a strange thing, a strange thing, no doubt about it. It's a bit like, you know, like we said, it's a nutcase with a nutcake. You say, hey, can, what's that sleep podcast you listen to? Well, you say, well, last episode he was calling himself the uh, nursery roommate. This episode he said he's a nutcake with a nutcase. I think. Yeah, and you say, okay, a nutcase in a nutcake. Cool. Are you going to bring that to Christmas Eve, a nutcase and a nutcake? No, nutcake and a nutcase. I think. Like, okay, how many woodchucks does that take? A bunch, probably. Actually, we threw the fruitcakes to the woodchucks, and they ignored it, believe it or not. And that's kind of what your brain does. Eventually, with this podcast, you'll start listening. I'll attempt to engage you. And you'll say, what's this guy talking about? He's talking. Maybe I could stop thinking for a minute and listen to him. He sounds nice enough. He put that old woman to sleep, Mildred. And now he's just talking. And as he say, okay, well, I guess I don't... It's kind of like the uh, when, when when I put the, nut, the fruitcake out for the woodchucks, they say, well, they come and sniff it, right? It gets their attention. And eventually they ignore. They say, "Well, this isn't. This is not a uh, safe to eat." Or maybe, ideally, they give it to the beavers. The beavers use it as building material. Or maybe the beavers use it as pillow. Beaver pillows. Maybe not. No, no, don't. No, I don't need to start any. Tra- I don't need any trappers getting a hold of me. Uh, forget I said that. Uh, pillows for beavers. We we wouldn't call them beaver pillows again. You say, Jesus, but this metaphor did not, uh, it, it was incubating, but it didn't, you know, it didn't, Scooter wasn't able to, you know, he, he dropped the uh, the autoclave or whatever. 
So, uh, that's it. So, if I cast it, would you sleep? I try to take your mind off of stuff, distract you. And that's it. I, I'm glad you're here. And I hope I help you fall asleep. If you, if it just doesn't work for you, you know, try it a couple times, see what happens, okay? Thanks for stopping by. Hey, one night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is attempt to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain. Whatever's got you tossing and turning, whatever physical sensations are keeping you awake, whatever emotional turbulence might be keeping you up, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. And the way I'm going to do it is tonight with a kind of, it's a bedtime story in the form of me talking about metastasis, a Colombian version of Breaking Bad, then Breaking Bad, and then reanalyzing and trying to learn some Spanish words from metastasis. All with lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, tangents, gal- tangents, we've had a few, you know, tangents galore. And all you gotta do is kick back and kinda listen. And it's just, I, I don't know why, like, well, I do know why. I've had, I've had a to, 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 to do list on the brain. And I know, I think because I was talking about to do lists on the show recently. And then I was talking to Zach, who's got his uh, productivity podcast. And there's two things. I'm going to go for a double a double to-do list metaphor, which is, you know, I definitely on the to-don't list of most people. And any podcast consultants would be, you know, this whole podcast would be on their to-don't list. They'd be like, okay, wait, you're going to do what? Wait, how long's your intro? Eh, Anywhere from eight to 4,000 minutes. Okay. And are you famous? No. Inf- I mean, one, yeah, no. Okay, so anyway, I don't know why I got distracted like that there, but I got bogged down in the old brain bog. Because this podcast could be like a little bit like that, like a to don't, like a like an endless to-do list of dullness. But it starts out like this. So this is how it might work for you. Let's say I'm your neighbor. Let's say my name's Barry, because I don't know any berries, but I like the way that sounds. And I say, uh, you say, hey, I heard you're having trouble sleeping. You know, and I know a lot of people give terror. They say, what do you mean you can't sleep? Have you tried a blanket? Have you tried, you know, I I, I know how it is. So I'm going to come over. I got this to-do list. And it's like a bucket list to-do list. So it starts out really good. And I'll just sit by your room. Don't worry, I won't look at you while you sleep. Don't worry, I won't. You know, I'll be in the same room, but not in your vicinity. Does that make sense? You know, I'll be in your room, but further away, much further away than your alarm clock. You know, beyond the reach of any nightstands, which is, you know, that's a tolerable space. And I'll just sit here. I'll read my little to-do list. And then I'll be off, you know, and hopefully you'll fall asleep. And then as I start reading my to-do list, it starts out maybe... Well, Barry, this fictional character, his neighbor of yours, he sounds like way more. Okay, first thing I got to change in my personal, be more like Barry. He seems very, uh, what's that called, extrovert. I see He seems like an extrovert, so he'd be a little more like Barry. But Barry probably has a great taste. Okay, you know, mount, mount, probably something in mountain climbing. 
uh, Kai, something Kai, but he, he's like, so he starts out reading this to-do list and you're lying there. And you're like listening at first, but then he starts, you know, once you get past number six, even if it's a bucket list, it kind of becomes, no offense, Barry, self-indulgent, uh, speculative, alliterative, you know, if, if you're like me and you're obsessed with that kind of stuff, you know, so some other s, you know, but not necess, Wow, this is a tough one. Porky pig time snuck in that alliteration. Necessitating a thesaurus is what I was going for. And at some point, you might just doze off while Barry's reading his old to-do list. And the podcast a little bit more. It's like that, but I, for some reason, I put more work into it. Uh, and the reason I put to, to work into it is because this is the, the other side of this, the, the double, the two-headed to-do list. You know, that's like the 20-headed. The problem is for me, at daytime or nighttime, I'm not one. Like, like, they sh- like I wish they would have told me when I was born, you know, maybe tattooed it on me in some nice way. I, my former said, don't use a to-do list ever. Uh, but that, I guess that would be a to do. That would be a to don't list. And it seems like all day long, I've got all these to dos that I cannot. They say, why don't I do that? And I said, well, because there's so many things on my to do list. And they say, well, GTD would say, get it, get it down on paper. And then I did that once, and it was like so many. It was so much things on the to do list that I, you know, I had to, you know, feed a position for a while. And so then I moved away from to-do lists, and now I just use, you know, to-to-to-do, to-to-to-to-to-to uh, dream about, to-don't, till-you-didn't. There's a lot of, I think one part of my brain specializes in till-you-didn't list. Say, so how come you didn't do, how come you didn't talk to that person? How come you didn't say hi to her? I think she said, smile, uh, you to-didn't do that. Uh, to-didn't, why didn't you give that guy some money? What's wrong with you, to-didn't? And for some reason, a lot of these different listers in your brain, ideally you only have like one or two on like the, the, you know, to shame, you know, to shame, to worry, to doom. Of course, I got to, I think I have a council in charge of my to doom list. They'd be like, did you realize that things have been going well for 1.5 days? Uh, that's look at. Can you look? Can you stop into our uh, council chambers and look at this uh, chart we have? Uh, 1.5 days of positive events is a catastrophic. You know, catastrophic. Uh, so that's on your to-do list. Is you know, you, things are going too well, buddy. Uh, but you know, during the day we have things to distract us, or we're racing around. You say, "Okay, uh, I'll run. Okay, I'll do that, or I won't do that, or okay, should I worry about that?" You're right. I should be worried. Things are going too well, and we have like a lot of noise and then the illusion of control, and maybe some control, maybe I don't know, and then stuff you know that we have to do in order to live our lives and so you know eat, do our job to get paid. But for some reason at bedtime, then all these things, they say, oh, wait a second, he's not busy anymore. Let's do okay, but okay. And then they may even start jockeying for our attention. And they may even line up. I'm not exactly sure because, again, if you listen to this podcast, most brain scientists have me on their do not call list, uh, do not bother list, do not contact list. 
but I would say there's probably that are lined up. So then you, you say, okay, even if you kind of deal with one, you say, well, okay, listen, uh, to didn't, yeah, I didn't do it. Maybe I, tomorrow will go better if I get some sleep. So I'll to, you know, and to doom, I'll be more equipped to, but they, if they keep lining up and you keep engaging them, it just seems to go on. And then even if you get past that, maybe it's with your, you know, it might not be mental for you. That might be part of the metaphor. It might be physical or it might just be your feelings. Uh, but what this podcast offers is an alternative path where we say, hey, all you seem like you think you know what you're doing, all you listers, and you seem like you have some good and convoluted good intentions, which is a positive uh you know, I don't think they know. I don't think they can ha- handle like more than three syllables convoluted. So don't worry. And uh, so what I'm going to try to do is distract you from all this stuff as opposed to doing battle with them or coaxing them or negotiating with them. I'm going to say, hey, I'm going to talk about Breaking Bad. I'm going to try to use a pleasant voice. I'm going to try to talk slow. I'm going to try to go off topic. I'm going to get mixed up. I'm going to do goofy stuff. I'm going to attempt to make you kind of laugh. And I, but, I, but I'm not going to do anything like uh, I don't have this skill of total engagement or the voice, you know, where I say, you know, I don't have this voice where you say, man, I got to listen to this guy. You say, well, GC, I don't even understand some of the words he says. But I, I can get the gist of it. Right. At some point, you'll, you'll get the gist of it, and then you'll be like, well, but I, maybe I to don't, to, 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 to didn't need to get all the gist of the show. And you'll doze off. That's the goal here, is something in that mishmash or whatever I just said. So instead of going through your list, instead of what I want to do is just take your mind off of it. You know, tomorrow is tomorrow. Today was today. Right now. It's time to rest. You deserve a good night's rest. And I just want to save you from all the the, 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 the hassle of that. And this is how I do it. I, I don't know. This is a way I've tried for a couple of years now. Uh, it works for some people. It doesn't work for everybody. And, you know, if you if your first couple of times here, I'd say give it a try. See how it goes. I hope it helps you fall asleep. If it doesn't, you know, you can reach out to me. I have some other stuff I've used to try to help me fall asleep, so maybe I could help you. But mostly I'm glad you're here, and I really do hope, I more than hope, I yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up, whether it's, you know, racing brain, uh, some something going on with your body that's keeping you awake, you know, feelings, you know, this is an emo- you know, this can be an emotional time of year for a lot of people. Whatever it is, I want to take your mind off of that. I want to distract you from that. Uh, tonight's going to be from a, a, a kind of a guided meditation, similar to a guided meditation. Any guided meditators will be like, uh, I think they probably, you know, pre, 
whatever you call it, where you exclude someone, you say, well, geez, can we just ban Scooter before he has to get into our society? And I would say, you know, that's good because I, I don't know if I would pay, you know, in all due respect to God, I'm just, this is sometimes what happens in my brain. I get into a guided muckitation, you know, where I'm trying to follow my thoughts. I'm trying to put words to them. And then I say, where'd you guys go? You went into that meeting of guided meditators. And then you just kind of left me. And that's kind of somehow, sometimes how it feels for me at bedtime. I don't know about any of you, whether it could be your feelings, your body, your mind. But it feels like you showed up at a meeting and you're an applicant and you're not sure what the group is. Everyone's looking at you. And they're saying, what, what are you doing here? Is it, well, actually, this is my bed. I'm going to bed. And then someone probably says, oh, really? Because we got this, you, you see this 5,000-page application that's due tomorrow. Okay, well, well I was going to go to bed. What is this? I thought this was my bedroom. And it was in the middle of, you know, just collecting my thoughts. And I, I is, is this some sort of a meeting chamber? And someone says, Scooter, you've had a lot of introduction. I said, well, geez, my, my brain, I know it. I've, I've been in a lot of meeting chambers lately. But this one's a little different. It's some sort of gathering of guided meditators. But it's not the, the good kind. You know, like the one where you open the treasure chest at the end. And inside is, you know, you. And you say, oh, there's my treasure. Thank goodness. You know, or you look at this, the star as you, you know, I should maybe I'll do one tree trimming next year. Remind me of that, and they say the star at the top of the tree is you know reflecting your desire, whatever it is. And those can be good. I'm not kidding. Uh, but these guided meditation. Look at how that guy's eyes are. He's staring at me, like he did something wrong, and I don't even know him. Excuse me, sir. You're staring at me. I thought this was my. I'm just trying to go to bed. Well, sir, I'm here to give you guided meditation about all those the times you screwed up this week. Okay, well, I don't really need one because uh, is there times I screwed up that I'm not aware of? Because at, at all my other bedtimes, uh, yes, sir. Well, I just want to bring you know I want to we're here to uh, increase the impact of your screw ups by you know we're going to walk you through it minute by minute. Uh, is this some sort of new therapy? Well, not so much a therapy. It's like uh, you know we're here to break the man down. You know we're breaking you down piece by piece. Okay, well, that's been going on for about 41 years. When's the rebuilding start? I just want to, because it's bedtime. I, I'm really tired, you know, with this Christmas holiday, holiday stuff. I got relatives. I got my family coming into town. I got to try to, you know, you know, that pile on the couch. You guys have been shaming me about that. It hasn't helped. It's still there. And you know that uh, that tube TV I don't know why I'm emotional. Can you guys help me with those problems? Like, because I'm emotionally incapable of putting on Craigslist, I still don't understand why. Okay, the guided meditators have gone silent when I've asked them for actual concrete help. And uh, is I don't know that, but but normally, the, oh wait, no, 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 oh they're they're having a meeting. So let me finish up this uh, while they try to put their heads together. So the podcast, I don't know if anything like that happens to you where 
But but I want to take your mind off whatever it is that's giving me. I'm going to do a little guided meditation. You're going to be a little snowflake, and uh, I'm going to try to, it's a safe place so you don't have to think about other stuff. You just listen to me, but guess what? I I put in a whole episode worth of effort, but I don't expect a whole episode worth of listening. It's kind of like, you know, a TV TV relationship. They say, oh, honey, how was your day? And then, you know, the people, they just talk. It's like right before the commercial, so it's only like one or two minutes. And no one's really listening, but then there's a laugh track, and everyone has a laugh when he says, uh, oh, no, that wasn't milk I put in my cereal. And then everyone has a laugh. Uh, but you know, real life involves a lot of listening, and then you have these other voices that want you to listen to them at bedtime. Me, I, I, I don't, I don't really want to be listened. In matter of fact, I've been working on developing my vocabulary because it's like I, I kind of want to be kind of heard. Like I want you to lie back, you listen to this. It'll kind of orient you in the disorientation of the podcast. And if this is your first 50 to 80 times here, you might be like, well, okay, he's growing on me. A bit like moss. You know, you say, well, moss, it grows. You don't, you don't really, you say, geez, I wish, you know, I wish I could have a bed of clean moss. We've talked about this before. But you, otherwise, you don't really have any. This kind of scooter's like the moss of podcasts. And then I can see that super fan. Remember when Scooter pretended he had an affair with a moss-based woman? Yeah, when I pretended that, that was great. Anyway, moving forward from moss fantasies. Uh, thanks for dredging that. That must have been one of the guided meditators. They tried to sidetrack me. Uh, and they succeeded. So, But I'm going to try to distract you with my moss nonsense and eventually it'll creep in he's like okay he's doing two three minutes of moss stuff and is he going to talk about carrie ann moss elizabeth moss uh moss you know someone would say how come we don't does anyone have a friend named moss first name moss i mean i know there's walt mossberg but someone with their first name you know moss i wonder if we could get a hold of walt i don't know how old walt is could he would he name his firstborn what moss moss mossberg here i think that would be a good announcer for like tennis uh, this is Moss Mossberg here with John McEnroe, Martina Navratilova. And we're here at the, uh, you know, they banned me, you know, obviously since I'm Moss Mossberg, I can't do Wimbledon, but I do the other three Grand Slams. It's a pleasure to be here today. Uh, but this is kind of how the podcast works. Uh, unintendedly getting, so at some point you'll be like, okay, I'm not thinking about anything, huh? Interesting. This scooter's a little tricky, a little tricky little goose. And I say, I don't think the goose would like to be called tricky scooter. Uh, but anyway, let's so let's stick to the moss jokes, not goose, you know, goose, jokes at goose geese's expense. Uh, and then you'll say, okay, well, he's not talking, he's talking. And it is some sort of imagery is coming out of his mouth. Uh, he seems to think it's he's attempting to, to you know, make it sensible. But, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm drifting. And then you'll get that feeling 
either you, you'll wake up, your alarm's going off, or you'll get that kind of nice feeling, you know, kind of like an, an ele- I'd call it a, a pleasant electric milk bath. That's what I'm going for. And I see, okay, no takers on the electric milk bath. So, okay, uh, lawyers, check that off of the book list that I was going to write, electric milk, milk bath. I don't know if that's going to be my autobiography or a new, you know, the method, method milk bath method, electric milk bath method. So my 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 commitment to you is I'll be here for an hour rambling. If you can't sleep, it will all kind of tie together, and I'll take you on a little journey. It'll be it'll have a lot of meanders like that, a lot of moss, you know, observations. You see, is it cur- is moss curly, or is that just my imagination? You know, is that just how I'm thinking of it? Um, but but if if you're if you're wanting to fall asleep, you don't feel obligated to stay awake. And since this is a podcast, and you're so you're probably subscribed to it, it'll be right there. You can just pick it up whenever. If you see, geez, I got to hear. Or you could even ask someone, did he ever get to a point about the moss? Because, you know, I've been interested. Is that a lichen? Did he say, you know, did he go for a cheap lichen joke? I'm liking the lichen. He did. He did, but he didn't get to any facts about lichen. I'm not liking that. But anyway, you know, but I'd be liking it if you fell asleep, you know, if you just drift away. But if you can't, I'm sending my hands, I'm sending my voice across the deep dark night for you. I'm going to be here. I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. I'm going to try to be mildly amusing. I'm going to go on uh, tangents, like pregnant pauses, half-baked metaphors. This is a, this podcast is half-baked. You know, even I'm not, but the podcast is. And if you're whole-baked, it might the podcast might actually make sense, you know. Uh, but the main message is I'm, I'm here to try to help you fall asleep. If, uh, the podcast doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it works for you. And I'm glad you're here. I really hope I help you fall asleep. And thanks for giving me a few minutes of your time. All right?